As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. Go to theathletic.com slash NBA show and you can get The Athletic for a discounted rate with me tonight. It's my guy, Will Guillory. Will, what's up, man? Man, I'm feeling good. And we had a good night of basketball. Some really fun games. I'm, just, I'm excited to get to it. Hey, I looked at this slate. I even texted you earlier. I said, well, I'm not so sure about this slate of games, Will, but <laughs> it was actually an awesome night of basketball. Uh, we're going to start in Philly, where the Bulls beat the Sixers 109-105 to 105 in double overtime. This is our lowest score total of the night, but the most <laughs> minutes of the night. Uh, Joel Embiid was awesome uh, before he fouled out of this one, 37-16-5. It's the most consecutive 30-point games for a big man since Shaq. But the Sixers end up falling in double OT, largely because I just think the big man could stay on the court. Yeah, and, and going from one side of the spectrum, we talk about this streak that Embiid has going for 30-point games. How about Harden playing 47 minutes tonight and dropping a total of five points? Uh. <laughs> Two of 14 from the field, uh, five turnovers. He did have 12 assists. uh, But, I I mean, yeah, Embiid did everything he could to to keep Philly in this game, to give them a chance to win. But they they just couldn't find enough scoring outside of the big fella. Uh, Just a really rough night uh, for James Harden. And another nice win for the Bulls, who just love playing double OT games. They won a double OT game (laughs) the other night. Uh, They're they're quietly 5-1 in their last six games. The Bulls are starting to figure some stuff out. Uh, I think they're playing pretty well right now. Yeah, this, this is a top five defense. I don't know that many people realize that, that the Chicago Bulls have a top five defense in the NBA. And you, it was on full display tonight. I mean, they just mucked things up for the 76ers. They they did not let their guys get to their spots, especially Harden. They they just play such a good brand of defense. It was just they're, it's not the most entertaining team, to be honest. It's a lot of mid-range jumpers. For them on offense, just these basically it's just DeRozan, Levine getting to their spots. Like you get some Vooch post ups, but just the way they play defense is going to keep them in this playoff 
play-in race, and they they're dangerous, man. They've got guys that can score. They're going to take turns doing it, but they have guys that can absolutely score the ball. I mean, we've seen it in these last couple games. But then if you get to an end-of-game situation and you got to go shot for shot with DeMar DeRozan, you might just catch him on the wrong night where he hits a couple of those crazy mid-range jumpers and you end up on a losing end. And last year we were talking about how good this team was defensively because Alonzo Ball and Caruso, right, how disruptive they were, how that was their identity. Neither one of those guys played tonight. And they're still kind of ticking along on defense. Uh, You got to give Billy Donovan credit for what he's doing, just bringing those guys together. Guys who aren't necessarily known as defensive stoppers, I mean, other than Zach Levine, of course, who let the world know that he's a defensive <laughs> stopper for all the haters. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, they're just they're just very sound in what they do. They're, they're, they're connected. And like I said, man, they're quietly playing some pretty good basketball right now. I think what they're trying to do is fight their way up to get to that 7-8 spot in the play-in. I, I think that's the – the one that's going to quietly be a battlefield where you could put yep. yourself in a position to win one game and get directly in the playoffs. Uh, I think that's something that a lot of these teams are going to start fighting for as we get closer to the end of the regular season. But uh, the Bulls, man, just doing doing it right now. I, I give them a lot of respect. Yeah, that one of the last plays of that game kind of encapsulated the, the whole story was Derek Jones Jr. blocking James Harden there at the rim and then getting his own rebound. Just that that Chicago Bulls defense and just the lack of offense from Harden is what really sunk the Sixers. Uh, let's go to MSG. The Knicks fall to the Timberwolves, one forty to one thirty-four. Now that's that's a score. Like that's that is a, a score total. Yeah, I think both of these teams outscored the Sixers by themselves in the third quarter yeah. of this game. Yeah. <laughs> <For real. laughs> this one was insane. Just points all over the place. I mean, Julius Randle, fifty-seven. Ooh. 57 cool. points, the first 50-point game in Knicks history since since Carmelo Anthony back in 2014 yeah. when he had 60 on the Bobcats. Uh, franchise record, 26 points in the third quarter. That's right, the yep. most points in any quarter by any Knicks player in franchise. Isn't I mean, that this nuts? Is, this is a historic night for Julius Randle, uh, and unfortunately they didn't come up with the win. But, man, I watched this entire game. That third quarter, it was unbelievable. Just some of the shots Julius was throwing up, he just caught <laughs> fire. And, I mean, the, the the Timberwolves were in control of this game the entire way. He pretty much brought him yeah. back, and uh, they ended up closing it out in the end. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Julius Randle, just a historic night. And this, he's the fourth Knicks player franchise history to reach 57 points. We're going to bring a little slamming jam over to the Daily Ding right now. I already right. named one of the guys to drop 57 plus, Carmelo Anthony. Julius Randle is the second guy. Can you name the other two guys in Knicks history to drop 57 plus in a Knicks oh jersey? Oh, my gosh. This is a great, great trivia question. Uh, off the top of my head. One's an obvious one, old school. Walt Frazier? Was he one of them? He was not one of them. The other two guys are Bernard King, of course, big-time scorer, Knicks history. And Richie Guerin, a guy I've never heard of until about uh, 
an hour ago, but he dropped 57 in a Knicks jersey. So shout out to Richie Guerin. And like I said, historic night. But we got to give love to the Timberwolves. They actually won this game, even though we're showing all the love to Julius Randle right now. Torian Prince, I mean, 35 points, 8 for 8 on threes. The guy couldn't miss. He came up with a huge layup with about 10 seconds left to yeah. ice it. I mean, just a just a career night for Torian Prince. The guy couldn't miss, and they needed it. When Anthony Edwards out, a really big win for the Timberwolves, who lost three in a row coming into this one. Uh, they were on the verge of possibly losing four in a row, but Torian Prince wouldn't allow it. <laughs> Shout out to him. What a sentence. <laughs> what, a, what a sentence. Yeah, there were some, it was a fun game because they were just bombing threes. Like there were, I mean, Torian Prince was eight of eight from three, as you mentioned, and then Julius Randle. I think he was five of six in the third quarter alone. I think he, he airballed one of them after yeah. just it was like a heat check and he's like telling his team it's like my bad. It's like <laughs> no man, like you're the only reason that we're here at all. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in the heat check. You get that hot, just throw up a bad shot. Who cares? Agreed. Agreed. What a fun game. Uh, in Memphis, the Grizzlies hang on to beat the Mavs one oh eight to one twelve. Jaron Jackson Jr. With 28 points on 16 shots. Triple J has had a really impressive defensive season, but I think his offense has been a little overlooked. He was the Grizzlies' go-to guy down the stretch and really delivered this one for the Grizz. Uh, They stay neck and neck with the Kings, uh, who actually lost tonight. And now they're above them, just, just slightly above the Kings for second in the West, while the Mavs fall to seventh, only a half game above the Wolves and the Thunder. What did you see from this one, Will? Yeah, I mean, you brought it up. Uh, Jaron Jackson has been stepping up big time with John Morant out of that lineup, just giving them a number one score. He had some big buckets late. Uh, The the Mavericks, I mean, had – nine points in the fourth quarter up until the very end where Dylan Brooks just had a horrible foul on the three-point shot. I mean, <laughs> Kyrie, or they, so, so they ended up so they ended up scoring 12 in the fourth quarter, but it really should have been nine points in the fourth quarter. Kyrie yeah. Irving was 0 of 8. The Mavericks made three shots in the fourth quarter. Jaden Hardy made all three of them. Nobody else in a Mavericks jersey made a shot in the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, you got to give credit to the Memphis defense stepping up big time, but the Mavericks, again, just losing a really tough game. Uh, this one without Luka Doncic, they're they're five and ten in their last fifteen games, just steadily uh, you know slipping in uh, the Western Conference standards. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they fall because, of course, in a playoff series, nobody wants to see Luka and Kyrie, right? Just because no. of what those guys have done in the postseason. But uh, this team just keeps stacking up losses, and it feels like you know as everybody else is kind of figuring themselves out, they're still kind of you know, in the wilderness as far as who they're going to be and how they're going to win some of these games. And also, I just want to give a big shout-out to, to Santi Aldamba. I thought he oh, was Santi. huge. My goodness, was big in this game. Career high in points, 22. Career high in rebounds, 14. He was all over the offensive boards. Uh, they don't win this game without him, man. Just another example of the player development down in Memphis and what they've done year yep. in and year out. Yeah, he was instrumental for them. They they really needed somebody else to step up. Uh, we saw Ja on the sidelines. He's sitting on the bench for the Grizzlies tonight. Uh, there's talk that he could play Wednesday mm-hmm. for the Grizzlies, which would be much welcome for them as they want to get this second seed. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to continue to watch the Grizzlies as they kind of push through the rest of the season. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? 
Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Utah Jazz. Boy, this was this was an interesting one. They beat the Kings to push them back to third in the West. They win after blowing a 25-point lead. Man, I thought this was going to be over. I thought yeah. the Jazz were sunk. I thought... Cool first half lead, and then it's just completely gone. But their rookies, Ochai Baji and Walker Kessler, really stepped up in the fourth quarter. Baji led the team with 27, 5, and 3. And then Walker Kessler had 10, 8, and 2 with five blocks, but it felt like 500 blocks. <laughs> he was in everywhere. A win <laughs> he was everywhere, man. He had Sabonis, man. Sabonis really couldn't do a whole lot with him around. He finally got like a dunk in the fourth quarter to go through. But, man, Kessler was just giving him trouble all night. You got to give that guy some credit. He's been really, really good this year. It's just unbelievable how impactful he is as a rookie, man. Defensively, that guy just makes big plays. And in the fourth quarter, it feels like he's coming up with a lot of these blocks. He's just, you know, just a home run pick for them to start that rebuild. And like you said, they, they got some of their young guys playing tonight. Agbaji, really big game for him. And like you said, yep. it, it got close there in the fourth quarter. They kept throwing up the graphic of how many uh, clutch points De'Aaron Fox has this year. We're already yeah. start, starting to get into the argument about if he's the favorite for the Jerry West Trophy, the clutch mm-hmm. player of the year. It felt like, okay, here's another game where Fox is going to close hit that it three, out. He that three that he hit. I thought, okay, that's going to be it. Like They tied the game. They're gonna they're gonna make a run and it's gonna be over. But no, you gotta credit this Jazz team, man. Yeah, we've seen it a bunch of times this year, right? Fox has a big shot and they close it out, and the, the Jazz just yep. kept coming, man. That team is tough as hell. You gotta give them credit, and everybody's ready to write them off. That Jazz won't make it to the plan. They're they're, they're sitting Larry Marking, and we we'll see what's coming, and yeah. they just keep plugging right. along, man. So if you're standing up, maybe you're on a walk listening to this podcast. I want you to sit down. Okay, sit down for a second. Because I have some news. The Warriors won a road game. They won no a game on the road in Houston. But who cares? Honestly, who cares? They won one game on the road, 121 to 108. Steph Curry led the team with 37 and 5. Clay with 29, 7 and 1. This snaps an 11 game road losing streak for the Warriors and brings them to <laughs> 8 and 29 on the road. They are still six in the West, though, however. And finally, (laughs) in Charlotte, the Hornets battle back after being down 21 to beat the Pacers 115 to 109. 28 points for Tsunami Puppy. And that's going to do it for today's show. Tampering is up next. Will, send us out. Ding, ding.